When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's for dinner tonight? No, we're not your children. We just want to know. What are you having for, for dinner? dinner? What are you cooking? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What you having for dinner tonight? Yeah, no, you know, this this is a question we ask on the regular here on the Colleen and Bradley show cuz we're food obsessed people. And we're also the resident preparers of food. I think all three of us yes. actually are the resident food preparers for the most part. Menu your, planners. My husband your does. Your husband cook. does dabble in cookery, but um He cooks differently than I do. He cooks like for a hobby experience. I was going to say he's a hobbitarian. Yeah. And I'm just a like utilitarian. Like here's the food that we will eat. Yes. In this home. Any whoosie whatsie, we're the cookers, and uh, and we want to know what you're cooking. Yeah, we need ideas because things are getting kind of boring at the Lindstrom and don't even talk Trainer to me. Nelner and Roberts. Oh, uh, uh, Chip Gaines is his last name. Gaines. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're not married to Chip Gaines. Uh, Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What are you eating tonight? You guys know what I'm eating tonight because I'm eating it every night for a while here. And and actually, what's funny is it's apparently National Sandwich Month. Oh boy! Well, you've been eating sandwiches a lot. That's what we're eating because we had a little family vacation over the weekend, and um, my mother-in-law supplied the cold cuts, and she really took her job seriously. And so we've got a lot of cold cuts. At the Lindstrom house. And I'm not a big fan of wasting food or letting oh, things sure. go. So we're sandwiching. You could make a nice casserole, I feel like, out of lunch. I mean, I, I, I bet there's a deli up. meat casserole. I gotta Pinterest that. Oh, yeah, boy. you know, because you're not the first person to have been gifted with a bunch of extra deli meat. Deli meat. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. Maybe there's something fun I can I, do with that. I just had a bumper crop of... Uh, I bought a bunch of tomatoes to make BLTs on Sunday mm. and bread. And so now I have a bunch of bread, tomatoes and lettuce, but no more bacon because, of course, we ate all the damn bacon uh, that night. That'll happen. But um, I think I've got some ham. So we're going to have some ham sandwiches. Some HLTs. Yeah. Ham, lettuce and tomatoes. But that's kind of boring. some ham sandwiches. Ham. That ham smells good. Ham. That ham smells good. Ham. Can I... Also, just extol the virtue while we're waiting for people to tell us what they're eating. 651-641-1071. If we make it out of this segment without a suggestion, you guys, you're fired. Yeah, seriously. Thanks for sleeping on the job. Uh, Because we know you've always got great ideas. I made a concerted effort after Easter to buy some hams. I bought a couple of hams Mm -hmm. for cheap and then carved them up. And we are still eating Easter Easter hams. hams. In our house. And it's good. Like every week, that's our lunch meat. I take a pound out, and that's the lunch meat for the week. That's kind of nice. I know. Good job. Thank you. 651-641-1071. What's for dinner tonight, you guys? What are you eating? I feel like dinner tonight. Well, 
I feel like dinner every night if I'm being real, real. It's my favorite. It's like I I love breakfast. It's my favorite meal for different reasons. Yeah. But dinner is just like you just want to have something that satisfies you. Oh, gosh. We had leftover roast chicken last night. It was so good. And I made these potatoes. I do want you to talk about your um, eggplant creation, but not right now, but not right now, because I want to get to our callers. We have Joanne on the line. Hi, Joanne. Joanne, what you making for dinner tonight? Well, actually, I have a tip for you (gasps) with what to do with all of your cold cuts. Thank you. What is it? (laughs) Um, If you go on Pinterest, there's lots of recipes for like these. I think they're just called like sheet pan sliders, but my favorite is this ham and cheese. So if you have ham, you get the little... um, uh, Hawaiian rolls. Oh, yeah, and then you oh. do like the ham and cheese, and you just you like cut the whole yes in half. Yeah, Joanne. It's the best. I am like with you on this and thank you yeah. for your call. This is um this is my sports mom tip because this is my favorite thing to do for like day long tournaments. Yeah. You get the whole heap and help and like the whole thing of the high Hawaiian rolls. You cut them all open at once. Oh, yeah. You just flip the whole thing over, you dress it all up, put that sucker back on the top and then just cut where the rolls are. Yeah, no, and then everybody genius. gets to serve themselves. I've had a those sandwich. sliders too that she talked about. They're those are delicious. real good. Delicious. Let's go to Julia. Hi, Julia. Julia, what you eating for dinner tonight? Um, we are going to have zucchini chicken enchiladas. Zucchini Ooh. chicken enchiladas. Now, is that a regular mm-hmm. recipe or is this something new you're trying? Well, um, it started out like well, when we tried to be vegetarians for a while, so we, we all these, did. Bless right? you. Um, we found this recipe for zucchini enchiladas. And then we're like, well, we don't want to be vegetarians anymore. So uh, we started adding chicken to it. And um, it's also kind of a sneaky way for us to get our kids to eat lots of vegetables. Because, like, with, like, the enchiladas, you make it kind of spicy. And it changes the the taste of the vegetables. I put put strips of zucchini in it and peppers and then the chicken and um, my kids really like it, which is a score for me. Yeah, I love that. And I bet all that stuff cooks together, so they're not really like, "Ew, this is a vegetable." Right, right. And if yeah. they, yeah, they, and if they want to break it apart or like dissect it, it looks like a full-on experiment. Yeah, I love <laughs> of it. Of course. Thank you so much, Julia. Thank you, Julia. Let's go to Mary number one. Hi, Mary. <laughs> What's for dinner tonight? Oh, you guys will love me. Cheesecake. Oh, you're eating that for dinner? You can't have cheesecake yes, for can. dinner. Yes, she can, and you I know can it. too, <laughs> because number one, I'm old, my kids are gone, and I've got leftover cheesecake at the fridge, and I'm like, all right, I gave half of it away to the neighbors, so I've got to eat it. Yes, so, you do. Well, just have like, you know, yeah, I don't know, have a piece dinner. of turkey and then eat your cheesecake. Just, I want you to feel like you had a complete meal. Okay, well, right. I don't have any turkey in my fridge. <laughs> So, okay, well, you know, then you don't cheesecake. need it. Then you just need the well, cheesecake. Just, Thanks, just Mary. Just eat the damn cake. Yes, congrats. Yeah, love you. <laughs> Thanks, love you Mary. Uh, I think our, uh, Mary number two dumped out, so don't we're going to go to Meredith. Okay. You are a horrible person. I am not. What? Mary number two just <laughs> dumped out. Well, we missed her. She's not there anymore, so we're going to go to Meredith. Hello, Meredith. Meredith, what's for dinner tonight? Hello. Hi. Hi. So I'm having um, flank steak with chimichurri sauce. Ooh, Ooh yummy. Are you going to do that on the grill or are you going to do, how are you going to prepare that? I'm going to do it on um, a cast iron. Yes. Uh, cast oh. iron. 
So oh. I just want to say love you guys. Thank you so much. Love, love you, you too. Meredith, thank you so much. Meredith. No kidding. With the nice chimichurri sauce. Yum, yum. That's, Give uh, me some. Sounds, flank steak. Oh, yeah. Oh, Skirt steak, flank steak. Oh, I'm all about it. So good. Bradley Trainer. before we Clean go anywhere. Lindstrom. Thank you. Tell everybody about the oh this eggplant yeah, creation you this made. Eggplant creation. It's actually a recipe that I found from this YouTube couple that I watched. Um, their YouTube handle is Pasta Grammar. She's from Italy. He's not, and he's constantly making her try things that disgust her because she's Italian and understands. She's a really good cook. It's hilarious. But one of the dishes that she makes is this eggplant. Because I don't know about you. Eggplant and I, like, I don't have any natural feelings for eggplant. It's a hit or miss for me. It right? depends on the preparation. Like, I just, I didn't grow up in a world where eggplant called to me. Sure. And, but I've always, you know, like I see it at the farmer's market every week and I'm like, oh, I wish I could understand what to do with this other than deep fry it. Cause mm-hmm. that just seems counterproductive. Right. Mm-hmm. So she makes this dish that's basically you just roast it in the oven with some olive oil salt and pepper Mm -hmm. and then you toss it after it comes out of the oven with diced garlic fennel oregano and then a splash of vinegar and olive oil Mm. it like i was like i don't understand why this is going to be good and then i tried it and i was like i don't understand why this is so good and sure enough gave it to jamie and, and he, he liked it, which is the real yeah. test. Because normally he'd be like, that's weird. But he ate it and he actually liked it. So he's like, Mikey, I'm going to make that again next week. Question. Yeah. Is it meant to be eaten cold? Or so warm? that's the interesting thing. Her recipe said, um, put it in the fridge for at least 30 minutes after you make it. I did. I did it and I didn't care for it as much as I liked it hot. Oh, interesting. So I would just eat it hot because I, I don't know. I like cripsy. Yeah. You know, because it gets all crispy and then. And it's got that fresh garlic mm. and oh, it's Sounds real, real good. good. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to say more things at the same time. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I do want to talk. Well, we both want to talk about Mike Richards, this Jeopardy situation. Um, because it just is getting more interestinger, and he has actually written a statement and we're going to evaluate whether or not we actually mm. like his statement when we come back after this on my talk one Oh seven one. Okay, we got to talk about Mike Richards on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Yes. Let's uh, get everybody up to speed on who Mike Richards is and why we care. He's a guy. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to know, like, what he's actually doing. Yeah. Okay, so he's actually the guy that likely could be the next host of. Jeopardy, but wait, there's more. So that's, it's not a name we've probably known about unless you've been paying attention to this sort of sideshow story about who will be the next host of Jeopardy following the death of Alex Trebek. But one of the guys in contention, and apparently the front runner, is named Mike Richards, and he was previously a producer on The Price is Right. And um, there has been a number of stories that have come out once the word came that he was a front runner about his past. And in mm-hmm. fact, we read a blind item about him having um, some questionable behavior mm-hmm. uh, in regard to some sexual and well, harassment lawsuits. Right. right. So that's that's in a thumbnail who Mike Richards is. Right. And, you know, the my my first reaction to that, it, the fact that Mike Richards 
is being touted as the front runner for Jeopardy and all of these scandals kind of bubbling up is like, hi, you guys should have known this was going to happen. Right. You'd think. But then you got it. But again, people in powerful places don't always think that their doo-doo smells. That's true. To that end, I just wanted to walk you through. So he responded to his role in these lawsuits that uh, have been talked about. And he basically says there's nothing to see here. But it is ludicrous on the face of it to say there's nothing to see here. Also, the way he talks about taking on the role of host of Jeopardy is interesting. I'm just going to leave it at that. And that that. is a Minnesota interesting. That's a Minnesota interesting. So I want to start first with the allegations. And I went back and read about the allegations. There's a couple of lawsuits. One of the lawsuits, I don't even think we need to talk about because his name was eventually removed from the lawsuit. Mm -hmm. It was settled uh, for a lot of money. But his name had been removed before that judgment came down, which indicates, okay, plausible deniability. You don't have, like, let's not focus on that. But let's Mm -hmm. focus on the one where a woman by the name of, and she was a model and appeared on the show, Brandy Cochran, filed a lawsuit, ended up receiving $7.7 million in punitive damages, meaning that was not a settlement. Right. Like she was awarded those damages, which right. means judgment was, f- was delivered and she was awarded. And of the allegations, he was alleged to have created a very sort of hostile environment when she was pregnant. And he was very dismissive of her. You can read those allegations. Well, judgment. You know, what What was judged to have been the case in the lawsuit? You can read that on your own. But the point is, he then makes a statement about his role in this lawsuit. Can I just say one thing about that yeah. lawsuit? Because even if... like. I have a vague recollection of that lawsuit when it was in process. And I didn't necessarily connect it to Mike Richards because I didn't care enough to know. Yeah, you wouldn't have known what a Mike Richards was. But my point is that that lawsuit was kind of rose to a level of conversation that that many people are aware of it. So it's not like this is something that happened that was like under the radar and nobody really knew about it. This was hotly talked about at the time. Absolutely. It's just that his name specifically, you know, there was some coverage and that people were focused on you know, Sony or whoever, whoever was at the top at that point. I don't know. Right. Anyway, details doesn't matter. But what, what does matter are the details of his response. These were allegations. Basically, he's doing the, you know, Paula. Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Butter, bunch and of oil. butter and oil. These were allegations made in employment disputes against the show. I want you all to know that the way in which my comments and actions have been characterized in these complaints. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
complaints does not reflect the reality of who I am or how we work together on The Price is Right. So he's basically saying that judgment was wrong. Okay, Okay, but it ended up in a $7.7 million award. Right. So it actually wasn't wrong. Right. Like, legally, it wasn't wrong. Quote, I know firsthand how special it is to be a parent, and I'll get to this. It is the most important thing in the world to me. I would not say anything to disrespect anyone's pregnancy and have always supported my colleagues on their parenting journeys. Mm. I'm very proud of my time on The Price is Right and Let's Make a Deal. During my tenure, our female cast members welcomed seven beautiful children. We embraced and celebrated each pregnancy and birth, both in front of and behind the cameras. It was a joy to watch their families grow and highlight the happiest part of the show. I do just want to say about the woman that is named in this lawsuit. She was pregnant with twins. Yeah. And part of the allegation is essentially that he was like, not only are you pregnant, but it's twins. Yeah, he's like, what's wrong with you? Twins? Yeah. Yeah. Because, Because when there's two babies, this is just science, you get bigger. Yeah. Because you're accommodating and two her babies. Her breasts yeah. Yeah. got larger yep. and were pointed out by a producer, by the way, female producer, mm-hmm. who pointed that out. Also, he is a part of that lawsuit. So to say that this is just like nothing to see here, but then right. you go back and read the lawsuit and you're like, oh, actually, actually something to see. Here. Those two things don't go together. And one involved $7.7 million. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But then he, the way he talks about his role potentially taking over uh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Because the other thing is what the way that this is being perceived is that he is, you know, self-appointing himself because he's in a top level position. Yeah. yeah. So he goes on to say, it is true that I was asked if I would consider hosting the show. I was humbled and deeply honored. No final decisions have been made, and discussions with me and other potential hosts are still ongoing. I know I have mentioned to this to you all before, but the choice on this is not my decision and never has been. So he's basically saying, like, I am no part of this. I am literally just a victim to their consideration. Mm-hmm. And it's so like it's so obvious these two sort of corporate responses to something tells you very much about who he is as a person. Right. And I don't think it tells you anything positive. My hope is that they don't go forward with this because I think it would be a disaster. It would be a train wreck. Right. In terms of publicity. And that show is so good. Yeah. It deserves to be around. And we deserve a good host. Yes, we do. And LeVar Burton and others have done a great job. Thank you. When we come back, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. After this. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is Bags of D. D bags, I mean, I'm sorry. Bags of D. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Simon Cowell. What did he do now? He talked about some stuff. What did he say? Okay, so uh, Simon Cowell was confronted by a paparazzo over at TMZ. And they asked... Slow day. Right? (laughs) No, it must have been. They caught up with with Simon Cowell and his... Lady person? Lady person, Lauren. That's his girlfriend, Lauren. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, Oh, and their son. 
And the photog, quote unquote, asked if he had any advice for relationship advice for Paula Abdul. Paula Absolutely. Randy Jackson? <laughs> no. Benefer 2.0, oh, of course. Of course. Oh, what does Simon Cowell think? Yeah, right? Dude, everybody, everybody wants to know what Simon Cowell's relationship advice is. He's breaking his silence. Yes. Well, what's funny is, first of all, his girlfriend Lauren seems to have more opinions in that she actually knows that uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are back together. He because didn't he know. didn't even know. Stop. So he they're on bikes together and uh they're outside, but they're he's well, he's wearing a mask, and it's hard to kind of understand him. Otherwise, I would say we could play it, but it's kind of like oh, yeah. and it's clear that he doesn't under or doesn't know that they've gotten back together. And then he's like, wait, and she's like, I told you that. I told you they're back together. Okay, and he's like, but didn't you that. tell me that like years ago? And she's like, well, I told you they should get back together. So the two of them are like on another planet. I'm like, you guys, literally. Well, have you this... seen their house? They probably No, are. <laughs> I get it. But that's my point, right? Yeah. Is that you're a D-bag for when a camera shows up and you don't even know the biggest celebrity story of the year. Oh my gosh. And you purport to be a person with the finger on a pulse of something, which he's clearly not. But again, um, then he, then he actually gives his advice. Okay. What's his advice? So his relationship advice is worth every bit of nothing. Okay. And by that, I mean, he says there are two secrets to a successful long-term Relation. I almost said pub relationship, but he doesn't understand what that means. Mm-hmm. Two toilets and an ice cream sundae. Excuse me. All at the same time? Or like, yeah. So those are great questions. <laughs> he seems to start by saying two to- two bathrooms. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's like, isn't that what everybody always says? Is the successful to a uh, the key to a successful marriage? Two, Two bathrooms. bathrooms. Oh, I thought he was speaking metaphorically. Oh, I'm, uh, tell me more about that experience. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Okay, explain that metaphor. Also can't. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, but anyway, so I'm like, okay, so lazy. Okay. You can't even come up with good advice on the fly. Uh-huh. And then he says, I don't know, ice cream. And I'm still confused. I'm like, ice cream makes your relationship better? better? Or it's the key to, like, how is ice cream? Like, I could kind of understand two bathrooms, right? Like, we each have our own space. Sure. But he couldn't even elaborate. He just goes, I don't know. Isn't that what people say? I'm like, do you understand how this works? You You are a celebrity. That's a a paparazzo. If you don't want to talk, you don't talk. But when you start talking, have a damn answer. Isn't he the coach that yeah. like coaches people how to be superstars? But see, that's what I love about Kaiman. <laughs> Kaiman Sowell. Yeah. Simon. That's what I love about Kaiman. <laughs> Simon Cowell. Uh-huh. What I love about Simon Cowell is he gives rules to everybody else and obeys exactly yeah, zero. zero of them. Yeah. Right? Clearly. Yeah. And he's like very, very. Uh, vocal about how important these rules are, and then he doesn't have but to he follow has them no himself. Rules, so he has no game. He mm-hmm. does not understand celebrity. Why anybody would take advice to him, I don't know. I'm sure I would if I was presented the chance. I don't know. I don't want to be in a boy band, so never mind. 
Well, but I, I was like, like, we just went on a whole journey so, with you. <laughs> well, we I went on a whole journey with this. Yeah. Sorry, sad sack. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who can't even be bothered to come up with a like grade school answer for what's the key to a successful relationship? Toilets and ice toilets cream. Toilets and ice cream. It did make me click. I will say the headline mm-hmm. was like, you know, toilets and ice cream or something dumb like that. So on that level, thanks oh. for shocking us with your ignorance. Yeah. Also, how do you not know? That J Lo and Ben are back to. I mean, you'd have to have your head in one of like those if toilets. If we went out onto the street with, with an ice cream sundae, like I guarantee, you know, the person driving the metro bus that's parked mm-hmm. right outside our building, the person that's at the SA across the street, the or it's not even an SA anymore. What is it? Speedway. Speedway. Yeah. Uh, or I don't know. Like yeah, your chances of running into someone who doesn't know what, even if they have no clue what it means, right. They would be able to put the words like, yeah. oh, yeah, they're back together. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> who's your D-bag? Hillary Baldwin. Oh, oh fun. What did she do? Speaking is of it hard Sundays. being a parent? Oh, gosh. Okay, so this is a headline in uh, People magazine. Hillary, I'm going to say Hillary because I'm, I'm not deserve play. I'm not playing the game. Hillary Baldwin says she doesn't have a seamless way to explain her baby's age difference. So this is comes from, yeah, I know. What? This comes from what? an Instagram post, a picture of her with her bebe. Whenever I meet people, they ask me my kids' ages. I wait for their awkward moment when they calculate the age difference of my last two babies. I've yet to come up with a seamless way to explain it. It's just such a wild story that I haven't quite mastered it yet. Joking about it definitely diffuses the situation. Okay, then she goes on to say some other junk, which I'm going to get to the other junk she said, but I want to sit in this moment for a second. Girl, okay. I don't need to know anything more than what little I do know, which is that you had one of them through your own body and one of them arrived by surrogate. And that is the seamless way to explain it. No, Mm -mm, but also she's never told that story publicly. So this screams at me. It's attention. Ask exactly. Ask me about the story, but I reserve the right to not tell you. But I will tell you in a people magazine exclusive wherein People Magazine shoves yes. dollar bills right. in my proverbial G-string. Right. So what she's doing there is begging for somebody who will pay her to ask her the question. Yeah. Like, but, like she is creating the idea that it's a mystery right. that needs to have a telling. It's such a wild story. I'm like, I don't, I bet it's probably actually not really that wild of a story. Yeah. You maybe thought that you could, I don't know, I'm going to fill in the blanks, okay? Great, great. With what Can little I? I know. Maybe you thought you couldn't have another baby, and you wanted to have another baby, so you got a surrogate, and then oops-a-daisy, you got pregnant. And that is the story, and that's fine. And that's it. And that's that's it. it. That's a scene. But that's a my- roller coaster, Colleen. Oh, gosh. <laughs> because everything is with her. Can I read the rest of her poster? Yeah, Did you have something you wanted to yeah, share before? Okay. Then the post goes on, and I just want you to try to make some sense of this word salad, okay? What I do know is that I'm so existential now. 
Becoming a mommy in this way, what makes us family, connected communities, what makes us belong, the paths and nuances may be different, but the meaningfulness is what gives purpose to our existence. Not to sound too yoga schmoga, but it's love, belonging, and acceptance, focusing on the soul and being rather than the very outward simplicity of our shells or what we see others doing. Labels, shoulds, and shouldn't sometimes seem lazy and short-sighted to me now. How can we fit all our being into limiting words? Oh, God. She's we are, still on about her I dumb, <laughs> fake persona. We are all Girl. on this path to connect and live our lives to We've their fullest capacity. On. Acceptance is the greatest gift we can no, respect she's, into she's each other. She's shaming people who are still calling her out. And Girl, we this is not... There, I How are you doing over there? We can't I'm even broken. leave. You're not yeah. very existential now. Because no. she, we don't care. You are the only one talking about this right now. You are the absolute, Mm -hmm. I guarantee nobody in your life is talking Mm -hmm. about this to you. You are perpetuating this. You are a victim of your own ego at this moment, Hillary. Also, I really do just, you know, you're not supposed to like, there are certain things in polite company you're just not supposed to do, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like talk about the names of people's children. Yes. But I'm going to. Oh, good. It is weird to me that her children will be a victim of her own ego and this whole nightmare of cultural appropriation Mm -hmm. because they've all been gifted beautiful Spanish names. Mm -hmm. And it is not to say that she can't name her kids whatever she wants because people have it's America. Yeah. Right. People are allowed to do a lot far crazier things. But like. It just is a glowing, neon glowing sign. You know, like, yes, your mother is a hot mess Mm -hmm. or was at one point. Right. Because she literally gave them names that are because I just like, here's the thing. Well, and the fact that they call them the Baldwinitos. Yeah, I love the names. I think they're awesome. She loves Spanish culture, but I love Japanese culture. Mm -hmm. I studied Japanese in in college and i've i know i've made this example before i you know studied in japan if i named all of my children after japanese names mm-hmm. i think that would be looked upon as a little problematic mm-hmm. do you see what i'm saying i do see what you're saying so that's why i just think like you don't like hillary mm-hmm. now is your time to shut your mouth mm-hmm. and stop talking about this Because every time you open your mouth about this, guess what we're all going to do? Be reminded of how do you say in English Mm -hmm. cucumber. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) and this is now going, I'm overplaying this Mm -hmm. a little bit for theatrical purposes. But I do feel like her children at some point are going to have to like confront the fact that this was a thing. Yeah. And that's just awkward. It's super awkward. Also, she limits the comments on her Instagram posts and in her stories, she posted something, in a way, your haters are your biggest fans. Only someone who is utterly convinced of your power and effectiveness would dedicate themselves to attacking you. But what is she doing right now, you guys? Mm. Like, she's the one saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She's so existential right now, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I am not simply... existential enough. I, maybe it's mm-hmm. just that I am not evolved enough. 
my brain no, has not developed enough. No, I think enough. you're critical like a normal human being. I just found another post that I'm going to make my D-bag tomorrow. Great. Oh, okay, good. so that's my tease for tomorrow. Oh, the sequel. Yeah, but uh, in the meantime, in between time, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to take a deep dive into Jamie Lynn, uh, as in Spears. <laughs> yes. What? You said deep dive into Jamie. Well, Lynn. we're not going to dive into her, but we're going to talk we're about it. We're not? After this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Oh, you know, just hanging out, having some cheese dip. What do you want to talk about? Are you having cheese dip right now? No, don't you oh, wish I was? God. You got real oh, jealous. I did. I was like, she where, looked around where, like, where are you hiding that cheese, cheese dip? dip? Yeah. No, I did have some oatmeal. It's really not good. the same. It's not the same. You know, you're right. Okay. Um, I don't need you to share that with me. Holly. I don't need you to share your oatmeal with me. Oh, okay. I see how you But if you're hiding that cheese dip, bring it out. Dip friend. Hey, Holly, I'm going to ask to get the Cobra gang together, uh, toxically speaking, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Whenever there's trouble, without a double, we're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, we're the Cobra gang. going on with ah. Jamie Lynn Spears. Ooh, oh, so awkward. She's saying some stuff. You know, our good friend Panda on the Twitter, didn't she just, I think she just tweeted you something like. She was like, I'm hoping Jamie Lynn Spears is your D-bag for tomorrow for her Insta stories. Oh, never mind. We're going there today. Yes, queen. Well done. Uh, and that's where we are going. Because I would almost call this a D-bag double down, but I really think there's a mysterious component to this. Jamie Lynn Spears, of course, the, uh, I almost said daughter, the sister mm. of Britney Spears, daughter of Jamie Spears. True. Head and of the conservatorship. Lynn Spears. And Lynn Spears. Put them both together. Wife of Jamie Montgomery. Sit with that for a moment. I know. She married a man with her name, also the name of her father. Imagine crying that name out during sex. Also with the last name of her sister's conservator, who is Jody. Oh, weird. I know. I know. Anyway, that's not why I, why I brought you here. <laughs> that's not why I brought you here. What I brought you here for is her sobbing on Instagram. And we know that because twice she posted audio, first over a black screen and then later with a GIF urging her 2.2 million Instagram followers to turn on their sound to hear her weeping as her child says, it'll be okay, mom. It has to be okay, mom. I can't even begin to tell you what is all the things that are problematic this about this. This is such a hot mess. Her daughter is three. She has now roped her daughter into, I would imagine what is some sort of like on her part, because I think this is not the case, but I think in her mind, this is the case. Mm -hmm. She thinks she's doing damage control right now Mm -hmm. because, of course, you'll remember Britney Spears has literally called her out Mm -hmm. by name in terms of 
sister. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think she said Jane Ulan's name per mm-hmm. se, but... But we know who she's talking about. But yeah, she has specifically called out her sister and other family members for getting in the, the way of her and freedom mm-hmm. and profiting off... I mean, she went after Jamie Lynn Spears because Jamie sang her remixes or something. Well, yeah. So this was at um, maybe an MTV awards yeah. show. Her sister performed Radio Disney. Radio Disney. Jamie Lynn Spears performed remixes of Britney's music mm-hmm. while Britney was in mm-hmm. the audience. In a conservatorship. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't tell her. Or she she appears to have been surprised by this. And, and like she, had to sit there and smile and nod and clap as though she was overjoyed at the fact that her sister was performing her music. Which you just know had to be a weird, weird... Like, put yourself in Britney that many years into a conservatorship mm. at that point, more maybe almost 10 years, right? Mm. And your sister, who's totally free, yeah. able to do whatever she wants, whenever mm-hmm. she wants, who also, by the way, has been creeping on your money. Thank you. Living off the, the fat, fat of your, your land. Mm-hmm. I just said the fat of your bacon, but <laughs> well. I like the fat of your land. Um, and she she said, I don't like that my sister showed up in a word show and performed my songs to remixes. My so-called support system hurt me deeply. So again, that's the context within which she then goes to Instagram. I'm like, girl, who do you think is on your side right now? Because there are like, I'm sure there are, you know, sycophants and mm-hmm. Jamie Lynn lovers. Yeah, like, big I'm, Zoe 101 fans. Zoe fans, like, you know, Zillennials or whatever they're mm-hmm. called. Like, people who actually watch that show. Was that millennial? Uh, I, I think it was probably... Gen, early Gen Z. Yeah, I think. Yeah. More of that. Um, you know, sure, there's like four or five of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of Dan. What's his name? I know, Schneider. Schneider. Yeah, mm, we're not giving him any fan. more attention. Anyway, um... The moral of the story is, sure, there's a few people that are going to show up in her feed and be like, oh, girl, I'm there for you. You need support, too. And, you know, from a human perspective, uh, I bet things are far more complicated than we make them out to be in terms of their relationship. But, but mm-hmm. that said, big, big booty. I like big butts. And I cannot lie. And I cannot lie. To go to Instagram why does and this try feel to be like, a victim? Why does this feel like the right idea in this moment? It doesn't. It doesn't. And, no. to, and then. Oh, in, I was like, what? And, no. And what? also involve your three year old in it. Oh, That's I see what the you're part. saying. In her mind, why yeah. did she think this was the right moment to do this? Right. And then to involve your three year old in it. That's a oh. level of manipulation that I'm not even interested in having a conversation about. Yeah. Oh, exploitation. It yeah. makes. I mean, let's be clear. There is probably a bunch of stereotypes about this family in general. Oh, yeah. This is not helping matters. Not at all. That you're just some like crazy country hot mess mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. and do better because you got enough money and enough resources. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I know I just sort of like went off and I, I'm asking the question. So now I want to hear the answer, which is what the heck was she actually doing? Well, I think that that's a really good question. I mean, to me, this just sounds like, uh, well, uh, you know, if I'm, yeah. Honestly, I believe that both she and Brittany suffer from a level of arrested development. And when left to their own devices, they're not going to make wise choices about how to get a message out in a moment of desperation. And I think that's what we're seeing Yeah, um, is that, you know, she that is something uh, a teen might do as like a cry for help. Yeah. Like 
that is and she's not 30, by the way. So yeah. she's no, not no young spring chicken. Right. But that's what I mean by that arrested development. Yeah. Like she is relying on tools that are not sharp from a toolbox that is old and crusty. Um, and that is just not uh, real normal adults look at that and go, oh, oof, no, 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 nope, nah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the that's old when air you through go the teeth. like, no, thank when you. When they're talking to you, you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you go home and you're like, what the heck? But she really is wanting to paint herself as a victim in the middle of all of this, which again, to your point, Bradley, Jamie Lynn Spears, who has lived a life of freedom. Yeah. Who has access to her own money, who can make her own decisions. Yeah. Who just went on vacation, by the way, without having to get permission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably got it for free. Thank you, Four Seasons. Yeah. And couldn't even do that right. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just she wants to be the victim right now and make it about her. Yeah. Girl, it's not about you. Nope. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, What would you say is the most American food? 651-641-1071. When you think of American food, what do you think of? Give us a call. We'll talk to you after this on My Talk 1071.